Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Outlaw Radio. The staccato hoofbeats of a golden palomino, carrying a man who fights wherever justice needs a champion. Magic Matt Allen. <laughs> ah, yeah. Okay. Welcome back, my friendlies. Welcome back to Magic Match Outlaw Radio on YouTube and Rumble.com and Twitter. And the greatest radio stations in the history of broad chasing. Meant to say casting. You know I did. <laughs> on the show today, Dana Cornelius, author of You Were Taller Over the Phone. Love her. We'll get that uh, that blonde bombshell in here in minutes. Plus, uh, Tony from Basilico's in uh, Huntington Beach. First of all, great Italian joint. Second of all, this man has been fighting for our freedom since uh, the crap came down a few years ago with the old jabberoo and prior to the jab, uh, the the masking up and uh, so on. In fact, that's Tony now. Let me just uh, make sure here that uh, he knows we have to call him. Uh, Sure. Okay. So there it is. So he'll be on uh, in the next hour. And he says some, some crap is coming down where they've frozen his bank accounts. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, well, you know, it was crazy in Canada. They did it to our our trucker friends in Canada. Well, Trudeau's and, and now here in America, I'll tell you, things things is getting really ugly for the good old United States of America. Lock and load. Yeah. Plus, uh, <laughs> but the city council there in Huntington Beach, which is, uh, it's that way. For those of you watching me, I'm pointing that way. It's south of where we are in the San Fernando Valley in the hills here. Uh, and... Orange County has always been much redder than Los Angeles County. Of course, most counties are redder than Los Angeles County. But uh, Huntington Beach is, uh, that's a great place to live if you happen to be a conservative. I will tell you that. I worked there about three days last week, and uh, it's a drive, but I like the area. Did you get get a good vibe, though? I did, and uh, I had one of the best freaking hamburgers I've ever had. Oh, no kidding. My life. I found this little cafe. Well, they're known, they're known for uh, being right of the aisle and uh, serving up great burgers. Susie's, Susie's Cafe, dude. Oof. Yeah, celebrity chef uh, Tyler Ford. So anyway, uh, Tony will be on the show today and uh, break it down for us. Uh, but this man, he was the one who said, uh, you know, what is it? Uh, take the, take, no, keep the mask. Uh, no, no. Uh, leave the mask. Take the cannoli. Uh-huh. That's that's Tony from Basilico. And he's always treated you guys very well as far as I know when you go into his restaurant. Why maybe? bring that up? Because the food. I don't understand that. I was going back to how good the food is. Yeah, but the fact that he's treating us well, what does that have to do with the food? He's serving you good food. You mean as opposed to the rest of the patrons? Yeah, he doesn't give them so, good food. Okay, so he's taking care of us, right. but the rest of the patrons, they get slop? He tells his chefs, you know, yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, celebrity chef, speaking of chefs, celebrity chef Tyler Flores reveals plan to fight crime in Democrat-run San Francisco. We can't live like this, he says. Celebrity chef Tyler Florence, you know the guy, he's sort of a, I was going to say a young guy, but anyone under 60 these days, you know, he's probably in his 40s. Uh, he says he plans to fight crime in San Francisco by opening up two restaurants in the, in the So he's opening up a couple restaurants in Union Square, and Union Square, you know, it pales in comparison to what that place was years ago. Oh, yeah. All the businesses are out. He was speaking with uh, CBS News in the Bay Area. Florence said that people in the city can't live like this any longer. It takes a celebrity chef to go on record with this? 
uh, citing the high levels of crime that have made it unsafe and unpleasant. He says, I think people need to just look in the mirror every day and realize that we can't live like this any longer. Crimes, car vandalizing, theft, robbery. He says, I think on the other side of the coin is the positivity in the city. We want this to be a cultural impact, make a big difference in the city of San Francisco, and, and really, even from a citizen standpoint, lean in. He added, we can't complain about it. We can't point fingers. I think it's everyone's collective responsibility. Pick a neighborhood. Florence expressed confidence that San Francisco can recover. Here's what I think. I think he got a good deal on space in Union Square. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're probably giving it away these days. Right. So he found a... Co- so now... Smart. In, in, yes. So he gets a good deal, and now we say, now we got to fight this thing because, see, he has skin in the game. <laughs> so now why don't we all band together and keep my restaurant safe? Well, the lease is probably 50% less. <laughs> what? what? The lease is probably 50% less. Oh, go, oh probably less than that. I mean, everyone's <laughs> yeah. moving out. Wow. Uh, Gracias Madre, a popular vegan eatery in San Francisco's Mission District, they closed doors in late August after more than a decade because of the it's just deteriorating this this once beautiful city of San Francisco. Um, Daniel Montes, who's a spokesperson for uh, San Francisco Recreation Park and uh, Department. He told the Bay uh, News area, uh, or CBS News, he's really excited to work with Tyler. No kidding, anyone that comes in and leases some space. Of course they're excited. Uh, Especially uh, all the publicity he's going to get. Sure. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and maybe maybe this is a turning point. I don't know. Why Why should this be any different than any other day in that, in that town run by these Marxists who think crime is just fine because, well, there are too many people in jail. So that's their answer. So you let them run. Let them go. Just roughshod over anyone who is a somewhat abiding by the law. You know, how dare you? How dare you pay for the things that you like in your life? Oh, like food, like Swanson, mostly big turkey TV dinners, mm-hmm. you know, with that really bad dessert. But the rest of the t- uh, TV dinner is really good. Uh, the chocolate cake that never quite gets done. Yeah, no, but the uh, apple. The apple. Yeah, the apple. Right. It never quite gets, uh, it's never, it's always gooey and it yeah. shouldn't be. But, you know, forget about the dessert. Just eat the damn turkey. But, you know, but the other thing, food stores, clothing stores, as long as you don't steal over $1,000. If it's less than 1000 no one's going to apprehend you. I'm going to go there and get a TV next week. Uh, the uh, the uh, pan, I'm not going to uh, finish that, but you know the uh, the flu thing that we yeah. were going through? Launched a uh, revolution of stay-at-home work, forcing major metropolitan areas like uh, downtown San Francisco to become havens for vacant office buildings. And that happened as well. I mean, that certainly fed into this. So you have all this vacant uh, space. People, the homeless, are busting in. they got places to stay. And instead of throwing them out, you know, they're, they're not law-abiding, and get, getting rid of them or putting them in jail. Oh, no, you can't do that. See, too many people in jail. Uh, you just let them live. Welcome. And then it's, once again, it's the old broken window theory. You know, you have to you have to fix that broken window, even if it's one in a neighborhood. Fix the window, otherwise the next window will be broken, and bad things will continue to happen. Yeah. Uh, Uniglo, Nordstrom Rack, 
uh, anthropology. I mean, they they they're all they all left this. These are major businesses, major corporations who had to leave the town, and now this dude's coming in. Celebrity, so one celebrity chef can make all the difference. That means a lot sometimes to these people, and hopefully he can turn a little bit of this around. Did you hear about the dumbest rapper on the planet? This guy, uh, what's his name here? Uh, Ken Juwan McDaniel, charged with murder. Now, why was he charged? Because he did it on camera? <laughs> well, he allegedly uh, made a music video bragging about the crime. Hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Same thing. This could be the dumbest guy ever. Nevada rapper Kenjuan McDaniel. And by the way, that's not really one of them uh, hip rapper names, is mm, it? Weird. Shouldn't it be uh, KMD? <laughs> right? Well, yeah, he's an K- Irish K- rapper. KG Shug. Oh, what is it? Oh, he's an Irish rapper? Yes. Yeah, he was McDaniel. a... He was arrested, arrested <laughs> on a murder charge after Las Vegas Police allege he confessed to the murder in his song lyrics. He's 25 years old. Accused uh, of uh, the murder was taken into police custody just a couple days ago. He's been held on one charge of open murder with a deadly weapon. A news release from the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department said bail was set at a million dollars. Uh, with electronic monitoring, the victim, identified by several outlets as Randall Wallace, 32 years old, was found shot to death in an apartment complex in 2021. Police claimed the victim had been in an argument with three suspects who were unidentified. According to the arrest report obtained by the uh, Las Vegas Review Journal, McDaniel released the song titled Fady Free? What the hell does that mean? Which police? You know, I don't. I, I don't know what these rappers C-3PO, are doing. C three PO. I mean, I, mean, I don't. Even, you know, yeah. And I, you know, I like Ice Cube personally, but I don't know what the hell. I mean, he's t- doesn't he talk about killing the cops and stuff? Yeah, that's old school. That's yeah. gangster, man. Yeah, Doctor Dre and all that stuff. So police uh, alleges, bro. That's right. Police alleges that uh, in this rap song, it contains details about the killing not known by the general public <laughs> along with a music video on YouTube. So he would have got away with it. Yeah, in the arrest report, police broke down lyrics from the song that apparently lined up to the details of the homicide. Wow. Uh, brought it with that fire. Hear that, ah, see your body twitching, raps McDaniel, which according to the Review Journal there in Vegas, matched up with Wallace twitching before he died, police allege. Another lyric reported by uh, Channel 8 News features McDaniel rapping, parked the car, doubled back on feet, the smartest way to slide, which police also aligned with the killing. In the song, McDaniel also alleged referring to a nickname, which 8 News now reported was Wallace's, according to police. <laughs> McDaniel scheduled for a preliminary hearing in just uh, like a week and a half or so. Is Those this, were this my lyrics. Huh? This is in Nevada? Yeah. He just, should say he didn't write it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's that's a defense. I didn't write that damn thing. <laughs> But my God, I mean, this is this is an anomaly in the rap biz. I mean, don't you think Ice Cube is sitting there thinking, you dumbass. Big dumbass. What a big dumbass. <laughs> Snoop Dogg's saying the same thing. Mother. And, and how about, how about uh, that nice guy? Everyone sees the smiling guy late at night, except me, because I've never watched his show. Of course, I wasn't really watching oh, Le- yeah, Leno Fallon, much. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Tonight Show had nightmare work environment. Jimmy Fallon engaged in uh, prima donna behavior, uh, and I. 
So I, I see both sides of the coin. I'm not. I'm not a Jimmy Fallon fan. I think he has some talent. I, I watched his some of his stuff on SNL, and I think he's a talented guy. I don't know if he's a talented interview. I don't I, interviewer. I, I don't know. He was that, good on us. I don't know that what he does on the Tonight Show. You know, I, I don't know if that's really great. Even though I do know his ratings are down the tubes anyway. So maybe this is an excuse for NBC to cut him loose. You know, I mean, you can't look for a better excuse than everyone bitching about him. Yeah. Um, the work environment led to a revolving door of showrunners. I think they went through like nine or 11 showrunners. Wow. I mean, that's a lot. And as I understand it, interviewing the showrunners about this dude, they, they didn't, none of them had a nice thing to say about Jimmy Fallon. Um, several former employees uh, said they, they said Jimmy Fallon's behavior was so erratic with tales of unpredictable hissy fits and bullying that some employees ended up in therapy. Now, now yeah. once again, let me go to the two sides of the coin here. Maybe it is the generation of people working these days. You know, I'm not here to defend Jimmy F. and Fallon, but perhaps it's these weak-willed, anything offends them, and... Carson, maybe he was the same way, but it wasn't looked down upon. He's the boss. Do the gig. Do what you're told. But everyone is in HR now because there's always a problem where Jimmy looked at me the wrong way. I need and my it's teddy. also that social justice. Yeah, and, and by the way, see... see into play here. Yeah, if, I, if I'm in lockstep with the right, which I'm not, and I'm certainly not in lockstep with Republicans, I'm certainly not, then I would say, well, Jimmy Fallon, screw him. He's a big lefty, and you know he he evokes all the worst things out of Americans, and he's a big woke lefty, and and screw him. I I don't look at things that way. I do try to see both sides of the coin, and something tells me that these are probably a bunch of Gen Zs who are who are getting their feelings hurt. Yeah. He said no to me. Yeah, he said no. He didn't like my idea. Yeah. Two current 14 former employees, ranging from production crew members to office staffers to show writers, told Rolling Stone magazine about their allegedly traumatic experiences, but a separate report from the New York Post, page 6, cited an anonymous show source who said the work environment has significantly improved since new showrunner Chris Miller arrived in May. He's brought a renewed enthusiasm and positive energy to the show. Uh, Chris prides himself on being available to the staff and a transparent leader. Former employees described The Tonight Show as a pretty glum atmosphere, with some alleging they were belittled and intimidated by their bosses, including Jim and Fa- Jimmy Fallon himself. What does that sound like to you? Does that not... I mean, Mike Z, doesn't it sound like perhaps those on the staff might be a bunch of pussies? Yes or no? I didn't think I was allowed to use that word. By the way, I'm speaking out. That, that's Mike Z's uh, language there. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing radio a long time, so I know when you can use it and when you can't. Yeah. But Matt... Was that the question I asked, Mike? Anyone? Uh, no. Oh, okay. So you have no opinion on this, Mike? Uh, I All right. Do. Yes, Mark C.G. Boyer. One of the other posts... Get on, on the, the mic. One of the other posts on that story is that they had a room to go in to cry. Oh, jeez. Okay, see? Fantastic. Doesn't, doesn't that clear it up for you? Where's my I teddy bear? So. Once again, I, I hate to beat a dead Jimmy Fallon, but my God, it just sounds to me as though Jimmy friggin' Fallon is probably... 
up against the wall. His ratings are down the tubes. He's having one hell of a bad day. And you know I'm no apologist for this guy. I don't even like the dude. But man, let's be fair. I think there's something to be said for fair. All right, so Jimmy, I don't care. You know, they're probably NBC most likely using this as an excuse to get rid of them. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. It seems that way. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, Jimmy did uh, apologize. I'll get to that and much more. A couple great guests on the show. Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube and on Rumble.com and on Twitter and the greatest radio stations in America. Thank you for spending time with us. So you're listening to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio.